0: Welcome back to Reload Podcast. Today is episode 24. I'm Nigel Lamont and as usual I have with me Lee
1: Maxwell and Connor McCann.
0: Um, thanks for joining us and today we're going to have a bit of fun talking about various things. We're going to talk about a bit of news, a bit of YouTube and we're going to talk about Christmas presents. Is the right?
2: C word in November of Get all that. things.
1: Yeah, there's people in this room who have their Christmas trees up at the minute. Well, they do. And, and in fairness, most years I.
2: I would be saying... <laughs> What are you doing? You absolute lunatics! But you know what? Twenty twenty being the year that's in it, do whatever you want. Go for it. If it makes you happy,
0: fucking do it. Well, made my wife happy, so makes happy, you happy, happy wife, happy life. <laughs> <laughs> and I was sitting last night. The fire was lit. A few beers, bit of wine. The feet up. The light, The Christmas tree was on.
2: It's good. It was well, good. in that spirit, uh, I brought you a quite, present. Quite literally, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So here is a little present, since you're one of the only people I know that has their tree up already. No way.
0: <laughs> that is absolutely awesome.
1: Little tree decorations that you've been building. Yeah, this, this is, is one of so my
0: lockdown cool. projects. Right. How to, it's basically bolts tied together in a... Nuts. Ic, icicles. Nuts, sorry. <laughs> nuts. <laughs> Let's not go down that road again. These nuts. Um, it's a Christmas tea decoration, and it's nuts like wire Tight, tied together, wire tied together in the shape of an icicle, and it's absolutely awesome. Thank you very much. No That's really, really thoughtful.
1: That's when Lee was bored over lockdown, She's been knocking these together.
0: <laughs> That's really cool.
1: One thing I always right, find.
0: shut up now and just smell this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> One thing I always found That's about so cool. Christmas is you get the tree up and see I January mean. when you take it down, and the house feels so bare. Yeah, and you're like, the house doesn't feel bare the rest of the year, but then when you take the tree down, it's like for about a month after, it's like, where is everything?
0: I think you just fill the house with that much stuff. He just like. I don't know if it gives you a cosy feeling or what. Yeah, then, it
1: is a homely feeling, yeah. yeah.
0: And then when you pull them out, you're just like, oh, so much room, what's going on?
1: We didn't actually get ours done last year, did we? No. Which was great because, well, it wasn't great in the fact we didn't have a tree up, but I'll tell you what, January is great because we didn't have to take it down and put it all away again.
0: Our <laughs> decorations generally come down the day after Boxing Day. No, like, Not fully, but we get a whole lot of them. Because my rule is in the house, it's the first Sunday of December, Decorations go up. Yeah. This year's different, obviously, because this year sucked. Um, But by the time Christmas comes, Boxing Day, see the next day, usually we're all off. That's the time let's to pull head this,
2: up. this down. My mum does that. She's like, as soon as so Christmas is. is over, she's like, right, let's get the house back to normal, That's clean up like all mom. this. Yep. It's regimental.
0: <laughs> when I was younger, the rule in our house, my dad was basically, it was usually the Sunday before Christmas, mm-hmm. or no, the Saturday before Christmas, we'd go get a tree. Yeah. yeah. It would go up. Be middle of January before the tree come down. Right? Oh, wow. Oh. The, the full twel- twelve days of Christmas plus fat. <laughs> so it was excellent, so, and it was always a real tree. This year is our first tree uh, year of an artificial tree. Ah, uh, you'll not go back. Prices vary greatly with artificial trees. They do quality this, varies greatly. This is, this is yep. great modern talk, by the way. <laughs> it <isn't> it? <laughs> so, it's twenty twenty. Um, we can do what we want. I was staring down the barrel of a. 130 140 quid for an artificial tree a decent one mm-hmm. and then i was in b&q and i found one for 38 quid and i tell you what it is spot on it's seven and a half foot so if you need a good seven and a half foot tree b and Q. I
1: i think that's what ours is like a seven foot tree yeah. we got in b&q a few years back
0: and i can't for the life of me figure out the difference of 100 quid
1: yeah do you know what, what the difference is do you know when you want to buy your tree like an artificial tree February. january yeah, January, January sales.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> People want rid of them. It's great, but we said that last year. Oh, we'll have to get them in the January sales. You never do, never do. Lee buys all our Christmas presents in January. Yeah, a lot or of of most of them anyway fair. Well, that's when we were bringing the decorations down. We found it again this year. We would usually get wrapping paper, wee bits and bobs, in the seals, and put them in a box. And you're pulling it down the decorations there last week. And We're just like, oh, all right, happy days. We've got wrapping paper. We've got cards because we we'll all bought them. It's the all sale. ready to go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's so. the job. But yeah, we've got a bit of sidetrack there. Um, before we move on to a bit of what's new with us, just uh, remind you of the last episode, episode 23. It was Hell Yeah, Brother, It's the Rocket Man, where Connor discussed about, what do you call it, the Turbo...
1: Turbo Neek. Turbo Neek
0: and their habit of sticking ridiculous rockets on, old on cars. cars.
1: Yeah, making them
0: go very, very fast. And killing the odd person. Yeah, just the odd person. Good yeah. so- for advertising though, apparently. Go and check that <laughs> out. It's uh, episode 23, and it's on all podcast, broadcasting network yep. type things. You Spotify, can find it. iTunes, SoundCloud. We're fast approaching a year doing this, guys. It's strange.
2: It is very weird. And it
0: is. We're very pleased the way it's going. Not bad for three people just sitting in a basement. Talking crap. <laughs> talking <laughs> crap. So mostly <laughs>
2: car related, but sometimes we go off related. <laughs> yeah. we go off track. Food so is usually the, the side track we go down. On, <laughs> and
1: on donkey farts. <laughs> on donkey farts.
0: <laughs> right. So let's crack on with what's new with you. So right, Lee, you want to kick us off? Well, not much automotive really
2: related this week, to be fair, because I've just been back at work and Travelling and so on So I did spot a couple of cool cars on the road this week So he I sent one on of them up, into yeah. the, the group chat uh, The little BMW Alpina Now I sent it to our resident BMW expert last night Well In Germany And he came back with fake Alpina wheels Some other fake shit or blah 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 and Clear I was indicators like, Clear indicator. yeah And I was like, shut up, it's cool
0: ba- <laughs> Bob takes <text>, no prisoners <laughs> So, he basically bought a peanut badge and stuck it in an
2: E21. <laughs> Apparently. But here, I don't care.
0: Still cool as fuck. An E21 any disguises is <laughs> yeah. Nice,
1: nice. Yeah, we'll throw a few pictures of that up on the, the Instagram page as well.
2: And I also saw, in this, funny enough, the same mechanics yard across from the branch I was working in. A Lada Navia? A Lada Neva? Neva,
0: yeah. It's the 90s. It's like yeah. a little Jeep. Like yeah. Like a
2: wee four wheel drive.
1: Kind of in the same vein as a 4x4 Fate Panda. You know, they sit quite tall.
0: There's one of them up our yard.
1: What a Neva? Really? Are you in telling me that you're prepared for the communist regime that's coming in?
0: Yeah, my brother. My, you have never seen into that other shed this long. No, I haven't. My brother has quite my brother lessons. So, hi, Mark. He, he maybe not. Hi, Mark. Like, what <laughs> was your name? <laughs> Mark has collected r- quite a few rare cars. Not all Fords, and. There's a the lot of jeep sitting in there.
1: Mm.
3: Well,
2: I saw one in the metal and I was like, oh, that's pretty cool.
1: When communism yeah. takes over the globe again, he's in there.
0: He's ready. He also has an RS Turbo car. What? I would like <laughs> one of those. I, oh, oh! A car with a, like an original... 16CVH RS Turbo. Oh. In that's cool. I like my car. I'll never car. see Sorry, Mark, but I won't. <laughs> is, it, is it running? Was it running? I can't even remember. That it must be 20 true. years ago. It was a an cab- abandoned project. It was mounted. I'm near sure it was wired, but I don't know if I don't think it was run though. No.
1: That didn't come from somebody local, did it? Yeah. A, a fellow listener? I don't know. Mr. McElmail?
0: No. No? No. No? no? Hmm. I think it was Belfast it was from.
1: Interesting. Yeah, that's a car would have been a fairly modern car then too. So like you, you have 20 years back. Yeah. Would so. have been that old. That's cool. I like that. I don't yeah. even like cars or Fords really, but like that's <laughs> cool. Combine the two, suddenly you like them.
2: My only other thing uh, is I've decided I need to get the Jetta sorted. The big push is now on; Correct. it needs done. Yep. Here's for why I'm starting to forget how to drive a manual. And it's really upsetting <laughs> me. <laughs> I'm getting too lazy in the good Supib, and uh, I-, I need to drive a manual again, like now. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, you were saying you were driving up the road the other day, trying to calculate how many times you would have changed gear by this stage.
2: Yeah, and I was just like. I can't. I just put my foot down and it just does it for me, and I'm I'm not. I don't like it. <laughs> it scares me too much. Not for you. Witchcraft happens under the bonnet, and I don't like it.
0: Is that in the shed, the man, or is it waiting on the shed?
2: It's waiting on the shed, so it's currently sitting in front of the house, which
0: is upsetting.
1: It is. We have no power in the shed. Either there's a the problem. I need to drill two bolts out of the back hubs for the wheel cylinders.
0: I have a fifty meter <laughs> extension lead there. <laughs> I'll drive it up the next day.
1: So you-
2: yeah, that's pretty much my wake apart from work.
1: Well, I've had, a, as regular listeners will know, an on-again, off-again love affair with my daily driver, Bora. So the Bora is probably not your average Bora. It's four-wheel drive, 2.8, 24-valve. And because they're so rare, no one makes exhaust for them. And, of course, mine's broke. A while was it, well, about this time last year, we were doing our bathroom up, and the car became a van. And then the exhaust started to leak, and then it broke. And I've pretty much been driving it for a year like that. And I hated the thing. You know, when you just get to the point where it wears you down, you're like, why did I drive this absolute piece of shit? For, and it was odd for a car that I actually really enjoyed before. And I had to do something with it. So I stripped all the stuff out of it. And I've now christened it the Bora Club Sport S because it took 130 kilos out of it and it has transformed the car. So I'm convinced that a Volkswagen is good enough for them with a Mark 7, it's good enough for my Bora. It's fully TCR proof. It is. Prep <laughs> it is ready for the track. Mm-hmm. So... I always had thought it kind of lost power, it wasn't as quick as it was, the handling was off, I was like, well, this thing's a heap of shit. And then when I took 130 kilos out of the boot of it, it transformed it.
2: What was in the boot?
1: Uh, three bags of sand, a bag of cement, a shifter, tar and cables, um, various other parts, I can't remember what, even what it took out. A bathroom sink, a cabinet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at one stage it was actually, yeah, but not at that point. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm back in love with it again. I dropped it down to Jake at CleanWorks in and, and Banbridge, a friend of ours, and he went the to town on it when I was in work, and it is immaculate inside. I'm kind of driving around, looking at the interior, going, this thing's so clean, when that's how your car should be, but mine really wasn't. Um, it's great. Now I have decided to try and fix the exhaust problem. The main problem with that is because no one makes one. Miltech used to make one, and they've discontinued it about 12 years ago. I was going to get a custom one made, but no one could tell me how it would sound. And I didn't want something that was like real loud or drony or boomy. I was like, no, I'm not having that. So I bit the bullet. And I, there's a guy on the R32 owners club who makes R32 exhausts. Lucifer? Yeah, Lucifer. And I bought a full reson, resonated DCAT system from him, which was two thirds of the price that I paid for the car. And which kind of killed me a bit. And now I have to pay someone to modify it to fit it because it doesn't actually fit. So that's His fun.
0: exhausts are meant to sound fantastic. Yeah,
1: I've seen a few YouTube videos on it and I'm really hoping that the Bora <laughs> sounds good. So do you decat uh, DCAT, DCAT oh. with a resonator because I thought the decat would make it louder. Um, so the plan is I have to extend the left-hand back tip because of the longer bumper and the Bora. So I'll extend that out and then the tip on the right-hand side, which I don't have a cutout for, I'm gonna put a like a diesel style turn down on it so it's still there, but you don't see it behind the bumper. And then I think one bracket needs moved for the exhaust and that should be it. Happy so, days. Yeah. So hopefully I can get that sorted, but I'm really, really enjoying the car again. To the point where I've now been kinda of went down a rabbit hole and have a list of things I want to do on my phone to it. Um and I keep going, we're putting a garage up, save your money, and I'm like, but just do this and just do this.
0: It's amazing what a car wash can do for you. It is, yeah. So it's the most
1: expensive <laughs> car wash ever. Revived your passion for the car. So I'm going to rebush the whole thing underneath over Christmas. And I've always hated the the, the older style grey interiors. Like the head cloth and all this grey. And I'm going to pull it out and dye it. And I was stripping a Fabio VRS with Stefan yesterday. And he was scrapping. He wanted the engine for a project he's doing. And I pulled the black handles and... What else was there? Black handles,
2: interior light,
1: interior light, uh, seatbelt clips and stuff like that. So I'm going to put them all into the bore because they're a direct fit. So, oh, they are direct fit. Yeah, they're great. Didn't know that. So great. the only I was looking at you knew the W8 mod they used to do in the lights yeah. it has like the two e downlighters on it. And I was looking at going sixty pounds. I was like, I don't really want to spend that. And then I was stripping this with Stefan. And He was like, Yeah, just take whatever you want. I was like, oh, Happy days. <laughs> so the sun visors. I'm actually going to, I'll throw a few videos and stuff up on Instagram about, I'm going to die a few things, so at least people can sort of follow along and see how it's done, but I'm looking forward to doing something that isn't going to cost a whole lot and will be good for the car, if that makes sense.
2: It'll make some difference too.
1: Yeah, definitely. But I, I definitely love the car. Oh, and the, I thought I needed a door lock module as well. Turned out the key's bucked, so I found the spare key and it works again, so that was free. Just grand. That's great. It's just some <laughs> yoke.
0: I love it. <laughs> what about yourself, Nigel? What have you been at? Um, talking about poly bushing, I, I've sort of took the Crado apart at the front end just because I had a few noises, noise leaks, and stuff. And I forgot that I'd put in, uh, I'd poly the whole front end of the Crado when I was building her about three years ago. And I forgot there was polybush top mounts. And I pulled them apart there because I was convinced I needed new top mounts. And I think it's the fact that they're polybushed.
1: It's just the noises they're making.
0: One in particular had peeled a bit of the bushing. Away mm-hmm. from turning, so I took it down to Maxwell and he looked at the top mounts for me And I've just put a lot of grease in around it, and I'll see how that goes. If not, I'm just going to put OEM plus top mounts on it, yeah, and uh, see how it goes. Um, just fitting away at the Corrado, I've took the uh, OZ wheels off. I'm two minds what to do with them, whether to pull them apart or um, they need rebuilt. But I want to go static and a motorsporty wheel for it for uh, next year.
1: Something a bit more tire kind of thing.
0: Yeah. So, fiddling about that, the yard clearing continues, um, getting shelving and different stuff in. And a wee project that I was talking about before that I'm having the toying with, having the long finger that um, hopefully will work out. Also, last week, Reload launched the S1 Night Drive. That's right. Yeah. Um, banners t-shirts, hoodies. Thank you very much to everybody that's ordered one. Uh, It went well and yeah, check them out. Perfect Christmas present, you know. And I'm wearing mine right now. (laughs) Super comfy, isn't it? Yes. I'm in a t-shirt as always. Very fleecy and (laughs) cosy. And then the last thing I really have is I bought a winter project in Exclamation Marks. You did indeed. It's quite a fresh one. So I can't say too much at the moment. I haven't picked it up yet, but Yeah, It's exciting.
1: You'll reveal all in the next episode, I'm sure. Yeah,
0: It's not in the involved. No, it's definitely not. (laughs) (laughs) It's far from it. Yeah, well, I need something to distract me from the nightmare that is Brexit and work, so, yeah.
1: Yeah, it'll be a good distraction. Come on and just beat the shit out of it, while bad. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) See if you've beaten a boss. Yeah, so that's my news. Um, Just before we move on into the actual news then, one of the listeners contacted us, Adam Buchanan, and he had said that we talked last time about the infrastructure for wireless charging and putting like induction charging under the streets. He says it's not exactly like that, but the new 5 Series now is coming with an option for a wireless charger. So you put it in your garage and you drive in over it and it's like the cam- the car's cameras under the, car, under the car guide you onto it. And just like wireless induction charging like you would have in your phone, except in your 5 Series in your garage.
0: That ties in with a topic that's coming up. Actually. Yeah, That's good.
1: So, yeah, it's a strange one, cool. like, but it's something else to go wrong. Good. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we all know Thanks how reliable by. car electrics are.
1: Um, oh, actually, just another one as well was a, a strange one. It's not big enough to say for news, but I was reading a thing. I was sort of flicking through like, an article one night about stupid laws and things that people miss out on. You know, now on your phones, you have like Apple Pay and there's an Android version as well, I think. If you're in a drive-thru and you're paying with your phone, you can get six points for that, technically, because you're using your phone while operating your car.
0: So if a police was that way inclined, they could sit at McDonald's and just yep. dish out
1: tickets. You would mm. have to turn your car off and then do it.
2: At KFC, don't ask me how I know this, because I don't know. Yeah, um What be your kind of thing, what KFC? <laughs> <laughs> um, They have the Colonel's Club app or something. It's like the their loyalty points thing. Okay. I don't really go to KFC much anymore, but I used to when I worked in Belfast. <laughs> <laughs> um. But they actually have a sign on the window to say if you're using your Colonel's Club app you have to turn your car off.
1: Uh, I so they're aware we're... of it. Yeah, yeah. that must be why then. They must have got lawyered up. Yep. Yeah. Somebody is trying to push all liability away from themselves. <laughs> I just thought that was an interesting point. I'm old school, I use my card.
0: Or put, cash. I cash I push, is king. I push cash.
1: Yeah, <laughs> Much better.
0: Damn the Illuminati, I'm going to push cash now for the next month. <laughs> <week. laughs> no to New, new World Order or whatever it is.
1: Get the tinfoil hat on
0: so moving on to the news this week and the big story in the news obviously was the government announcement in the UK that there's to be a ban on all new petrol and diesel cars from 2030 under the new government green plan, now this was originally 2040 I think they announced it last year that's right, yeah, but as only 1% of cars currently are electric, this has basically been pushed forward, the agenda to try and meet uh, climate targets basically
1: this is absolute bullshit. Mm-hmm. I would like to say, brought forward by Boris, the bumbling buffoon that looks like the love child of Barney Rubble and Donald Trump.
0: I don't know what you mean. That man has handled this pandemic fantastically. He's a fucking dick.
1: He right. As I don't understand, I can understand climate change. Yes, and I can understand that we all need to drive towards it. If you pardon the pun, yes. Ramping this up is not changing what we're doing. Ramping this up is bringing us forward so they want to be the first they're trying to make the uk the first to achieve it the zero emissions by a certain date if we're in the middle of a pandemic which everyone else is but not everybody else has gone through brexit why the hell are we spending 1.3 billion on there's actually 1.3 billion is being spent on advertising to ask people to change to try and influence people to change to these cars why i don't know This (laughs) this <laughs> angers me so much.
0: And the package basically went on about um, it'll be an increase of electric infrastructure, street charging uh, stations, particularly in the north of England, because they generally don't give two tosses, as can be... They're a bit like ourselves. As can, as can be shown in their handling of the pandemic, when they basically yeah. went, I ah, usually get 60% furlough, but then when London had to go into lockdown, full furlough for everybody. Exactly. They don't care so, about them up there. Um yeah, there's all sorts of and grants. It's a £12 billion package. Um, I think there's half a billion is going towards subsidizing electric cars. But reports show that not a lot of this is new money. And it's just been a bit of a news story. And it's funny, it came out a day after that they announced they were spending more than that on military oh, yeah. spending. Aye, of course. <laughs> bit funny, that.
1: It is anything just to distract people from it.
0: Yeah. Look at this way. while I do this? You know? Yeah, Exactly.
1: Sleight of, hand. Sleight of hand. So, what they're proposing then is a, it's a ban on the sale of UK, in the UK, of petrol and diesel cars by 2030 and hybrids as well. But they're allowed to sell them up to 2035 if the hybrid can perform. Um, I think actual quote is plugins or hybrids with the capability to drive a significant distance. On zero emissions so they haven't said what a significant distance is and has to be decided by a team of experts apparently so they're going to push people towards cars that in five years time aren't going to be available to drive into London or take wherever they want this makes me angry in case you can't tell
0: yeah that's I like think we've talked many times but have you ever had a time where we've never had a time where petrol cars have never been as efficient
1: exactly that's the Pet- get. they're
0: uh, getting almost. Engines,
1: they're nearly the same as diesels yeah exactly well, you know that from what you're driving your diesels. Yeah, there's not a whole lot in it anymore. And is Mazda SkyActive pushing not, towards with a variable valve time. do you hear
0: about the pollution and the resource destruction that digging for these precious metal needed for I'm, all this electric stuff.
1: I'm glad you brought this up. Right, zero Clarkson,
0: Clarkson talked about ten years ago, and he's a hundred
1: percent zero emissions is complete bollocks as far as I'm concerned because if. you can't. Your car might have zero emissions. What has actually been used? What is coming out of it as you're using it? But that needs charged. It's charged from a power plant, which is burning coal. Which is still running
2: on coal. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Now, some of it, yes, is run on wind, as we know. But it's not all of it. It's renewable energies. No, it's only a small percentage still. Does that take into account the bunker fuel that's being burnt by ships that are delivering your cars? No, it doesn't. Cruise
2: ships and container ships are the biggest polluters yeah. yeah. By like not even by a small amount. It's, like it's ninety the, percent versus ten percent for everything else or something. A, like a name, it's ridiculous.
0: A name <laughs> the the engines they run, there's a name for the engines they run, and it's basically some of the most inefficient engines in the
2: It's the most inefficient burning the shittest. Yeah, the most worst polluting, quality fuel.
0: They burn waste oil or something. Like they I they burn it.
2: waste anything.
1: Yeah.
2: Basically all the stuff, once you've made all your petrol and diesel and you know oils and things and whatever and it's the shit that's left it's that. (laughs) Do
1: you know what you want to do? Talk about zero emissions? Way over to the Democratic Republic of Congo where they're actually like digging the cobalt out of the ground with kids and tell them about zero emissions and see how they feel about it that's like cobalt is what's in these lithium ion batteries and the manufacturers know how bad it is to the point where Tesla stated two years ago that they're trying to move away from it and produce like cobalt free batteries In the meantime, it's like, yeah, fuck that kid. He'll be fine. We Hmm. need our batteries. And you can turn around and say, yeah, those, like Tesla and all the other manufacturers are just buying a product in. They don't have to worry about where it's come from. But there is a thing called responsible sourcing. And you have to look at your product. Like, they're doing quality checks on the products to see do they meet their standards. What about safety standards? What about this? Environmental. It's complete bollocks. Was it
0: you that talked about it in a few episodes that when you do the actual math behind a pedal car versus electric car, an electric car is actually, its carbon footprint's bigger. It probably is,
1: yeah. Take into account the likes of when you have a fire. Like our friend TJ is a firefighter. He could tell you about when you have an electric car fire, it's a lot different and there's a lot of different procedures involved compared to like a petrol car. Like one of those lithium batteries goes up. It's not fun. Uh, yeah, It's really not fun.
0: It's like a Samsung battery factory.
1: Aye. Oh, that's <laughs> it. Get her onto the plane. <laughs> Oh, we'll, I'm so angry already.
0: Right. We'll just we'll try and dial it down a bit here. So um we'll just move into a bit of motorsport quickly if that's all right. Yeah, um, no, we can't just, get angry with that. No, uh Colin Tur Colin Tarkenden, the PTC driver for BMW, um, A local legend. Yeah. He missed out in his fifth uh drivers championship title this season. Or last Sunday there at Brands Hatch. He came into the final round, um, nine points ahead, but terrible terrible race for him basically. Um his competition, Ash Sutton, took second title. Took a second title by fourteen points. By the end of the day, he had a title before in two thousand and seventeen. At the event, Turkin finished ninth, fourth, and ninth in the three races, where Sutton got a second, a first, and a sixth. So, uh, commiserations. But he, he he was interviewed after, and he was he was upbeat about it, and he just said it wasn't his day. The car wasn't there. Um, it'll be interesting, to see what, what way he moves now whether he'll push for another title or is he thinking about other things um, also on a side note Chris Smiley from Carrick he was racing that day and I forget what position he finished but he had a pretty good day out for a relatively new yeah it's driver, good to see I local think. local
1: drivers doing well
0: yeah can't talk about motorsport without talking about Lewis Hamilton do I have to? well I suppose <laughs> um, he won a 7th F1 championship at the Turkish Grand Prix on the 15th of November So that's him world champion uh, 2008, 2014, 15, 17, 18, 19, and now 20. It
1: is some achievement to be fair to him. So
0: congratulations to Lewis to being world champion the fastest car. Is that a sly dig, is it? Not at all, not at all.
1: And then in more local news then, we have uh, the NCT in the south, which is the southern equivalent of MOT, have decided to branch out. Things weren't going well for them, and they've went into custom coach building. <laughs> so a car came in with uh I think it was disabled adaption, so with like hand controls. Did you see any know you see the pictures I of did, this? I did, yes. Yeah. And again, I think he was driving it out of the brake machine and the car took off because he wasn't used to driving it obviously, and it buried itself under a ramp with the car still on top of it. A pillar
0: looked destroyed, didn't it? A
1: pillar and roof skin got open like a ten of beans
0: i seen that and it reminded me of the video that's been doing the rounds the last couple of days of the Porsche Taycan.
1: Oh, yes.
0: <laughs> that's going to be a <laughs> that meme video. Funny. It too. is, yeah. Do
1: you know what impressed me about that, the Taycan? That thing took off from a standstill on the hill, hit the van quite soon, and had the torque to push it on round as if it wasn't there and straight out onto the top of the was BM.
0: Somebody made a comment on one of the videos going, uh, Welcome to the direct... Direct drive torque revolution. <laughs> it's not. It's not far off. You know, it's just instant power immediately. Yeah,
1: that's what's going to happen. People's yeah. going to have mistakes. Did the South get new ramps? So the time? Oh, they,
0: all... they had well before.
1: So I wonder is uh wonder that ramp be out of commission now that somebody's driven into it again. It'll oh, be
0: decommissioned for six months while they do an investigation. <laughs> I think we're still waiting on Nicola Mallon's investigation for into... our own. Aye. Aye. Aye.
1: Yeah, yeah, we waiting a while, and I think they do with this fucking country. Mm. Aye, again, don't get me started.
2: No, no. <laughs> Connor's cross today. I don't know why I'm so
1: cross. I, do you know what, it's Sad? I, I honestly do believe that climate change, like in climate change, and it is something that has to happen. I also believe that they're targeting the wrong things. Yeah, well, ma- of course they are. Sounds, sounds like lockdown you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> they're targeting the wrong things and they're targeting easy targets who they can extract money from. The motorist so, is
2: always the easy target. I yeah. mean, we all know this.
1: Yeah, but it just riles me up so much. Like, Sorry. Go on ahead.
0: <clears throat> just a quick wee um, note. Newsways, just uh, this is directly... Uh, LinkedIn to Studio 10, good friend Robin, who That's runs right, the yeah. detailing company in Palomina. Um We've all had work done by him, I think, more or less. I
1: don't own anything nice enough all to right, have worked sorry. on, but you still <laughs> <So>, have. Uh,
0: <laughs> no, uh, Robin and a few of the detailing guys, not validators from around the country, have got together and they've set up what is known as the Professional Detail Network Northern Ireland. So it's basically a social media platform showcasing all trustworthy detailers in Northern Ireland. So um asked Robin just to sort of put out a wee statement of what, what it actually is. So he says, myself and a core group of other detailers have established a network to help promote the detailing industry in Northern Ireland. We hope to hold events, meets, and to share our projects with others. Our aim is to familiarize people with detailing, ceramic coatings, and all other aspects of the trade. We hope to build a strong network of like minded guys who can work together to help grow the industry. So good luck to Robin Studio 10 and I think it's Matthew King at Rex Detailing... Um, there's a whole lot of them in together, but there's like, Andy up in Derry, uh, All guy, the detail is it, you guys? Remember, should,
1: should be competing against each other, working together. Yeah, you know, and sticking together, which is good. It's interesting to see for a local business like that.
0: Well, I think the aim is basically we're the professionals. We are the people you should be going to, and here's mm-hmm. why. I try and educate people on yeah. detail.
2: I do think it's a good idea because I think I don't know if we talked about it before on air or off, but not a lot of people. Obviously, we all know what detailing is and a lot of people in the in the car scene know what detailing is, but to the general public and your average driver, they don't necessarily understand what detailing actually means, you know. Or what
1: it can do for you.
2: Or even how harmful washing your car r- incorrectly can be to the paint and, you know, you still see the horrors of people going to the brush car washes and yeah. <laughs> all these kinds of things. I saw a guy in Letterkenny one day the BMW i8 isn't that the big sporty one it is the
1: one? electric hybrid
2: at the garage court jet wash washing the uh, the i8 with a yard brush
1: <laughs> not even not the
2: brush of the jet wash not that brush An like a red nylon bristled wooden handled yard brush nice <laughs> and I was just like I was trying to get a picture for Robin I was like
0: <laughs> <laughs> the i was probably his runabout he didn't care <laughs> Yeah, so good luck. But it would
2: shock you, like.
0: Good luck with the guys there. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Hope it all works out. I think they're going to do a bit of training and stuff like that there from what Robin was Yeah, Robin was
1: telling us that as well. That's what's going to come in.
0: No better guys for it.
1: My last bit of news then is regarding the Toyota GT86 slash Subaru BRZ. So that's a car that has a kind of mixed following. It's big in America, especially with the Stance Kids, which is odd for a car that was supposed to be delivered as a, a driver's car a big thing was that people said, oh, it's only 200 horsepower. And where everything now is going towards big power, they were focusing on the driver's car for handling. And anyone that does own them says they're fantastic. They're a great car. But the new model now is going to be released in 2022 for the BRZ in the States. Now, we're not getting it, but they have also said that the Subaru engine is going to be what's powering the GT86 that we get. So it has more power, but it doesn't have a turbo, which a lot of people had alluded to it Was going to get because it needed it in their eyes, but it developed now to a 2.4, which is strange. In a time when everything's going towards small, small engine turbo cars, they're still they're going towards NA. Seems um,
0: like they couldn't be bothered developing a new engine
1: and they just board it out. Well, I wouldn't like to say that they pulled it from all right one of Super each other range, but Sorry. yes, they pulled it from <laughs> one of Super each other range, um, cost low. And the odd thing was the car that they pulled it from. Is a turbo, it's a 2.4 turbo, and they've taken the turbo off it. So their official reasoning for that is that no turbo, due to it, would raise the engine, which would then alter the centre of gravity. The cost of turbo on it, or including the turbo on it, would drive the cost of the car up, and it would add extra weight. The unofficial one is because Toyota are releasing a four-cylinder turbo Supra. That's only 250 horsepower, so that car would sort of encroach on that, so I think they're trying to keep it away from yeah, it. Yeah, they the,
0: can't beat the halo car. Yeah, but, exactly. But if you're two at a fanboy, you'll just go, you know, stick a turbo
1: on it down the line. Exactly. I think supercharging, the Cosworth, the supercharger for them, is a guy local has one that's charged and they're pretty cool. Mm. But I like them, they're a nice wee car. They're very small, kind of MX-5-esque, but the new one, they've released the updated looks on it and horrible. The back end looks like a Hyundai Coupe. Never a good thing. No, never. Never
0: <laughs> good. Just on the topic of Japanese cars, we're talking about the Yaris GR the last time. That's right, yeah. Um, Chris Harris and a few influencers have got, released more videos, but Chris Harris' Instagram at the moment, he is rating that thing something shocking.
1: Really? That's cool.
0: He also made a note in one of the posts that it isn't a stiff suspension setup on it. Okay, it
1: allows it to flex for grip kind of
0: thing? Yeah. He says that, it's like they've listened to the drivers that you can't have a car that's too stiff.
1: Yeah, if, well, take it to the extreme. If you had no suspension, you'd bounce off the road. Yeah. No mid corner.
0: But there's some videos of him just hooning it, and it just looks like such a fun car.
1: It still amazes me that Toyota built that car. You know, it's it's Is it not it, homologation. Probably, yeah. But I mean, the re like they rebuilt the whole shell. They converted the two door, lower roofline. You know, they probably didn't have to do that. Maybe they, a lot of, they had an office party and got phone signed off. Of it. Sort of looked at
0: Boris's plan for 2030 and went here. One last hurrah. <laughs> yeah. Why not? We'll move on to YouTube then. Um, I'll kick things off just briefly about Mr. Cletus McFarland. If you haven't heard of Cletus before, I'm sure you have. If you watch a bit of YouTube. So it's the Florida man. He used to film for 1320 video. I only learned that recently. That he used to film for 1320?
1: Yeah. Had, things
0: fell into place one night when I was watching TV. and went, all oh, right, that makes sense. Um while Cletus was at university, he to make a bit of money, he started filming uh, street racing and stuff for 1320. He then went out on his own, built the channel up, builds um, V8s and turbos, basically. It's all American, bald eagles. Um, He's based in Tampa. The channel has grown and grown and grown. And he bought a disused old racetrack oval.
1: That's right, yeah. I think you talked about that before, isn't it?
0: Yeah. And he signed on, I think it was the end of last year and his plans were, because he used to hold meetings at different tracks.
1: So he could hold his own then? So now he
0: he built that so he could hold his own and of course Corona hit and I think about a month into it, Florida didn't really take Corona too seriously, so about a month into it he had his first event and it was basically drivers only, that was the Freedom 500 where he had, I think it was 40 crown Vicks all kitted out and (laughs) a big race and it was pay-per-view. Well, um, then he, this past weekend, he had the 2.4 Hours Le Millet, so it was a take on 24 Hours Le Mans, uh-huh. and a load of influencers, and there were, who was there? There's Adam LZ, um, the roadkill guys, Mike Finnegan, Dame Freiburger. That's pretty cool, yeah. Um, Demolition Ranch, Matt, uh, a load of different influencers came up, and it was 37 Crown Vixen totally had. Now... The amazing thing about this is, for me, he'd done a video on how much it cost. So he he would go to government auctions and buy the Crown Vic for about three grand.
1: Yeah, because they're ex-police cars.
0: Then he had to fit nitrous to them, a full (laughs) roll cage, bucket seat. Um, What else was there? I think that was it. I had to get a full-time mechanic in for two months prior to to the event to make sure all the cars were 100%. I think he calculated that every car cost six grand.
1: Six grand for 30 cars, did you say? 37. 37, cars. so say 40
0: cars. So, six by 40. It's a quarter of a million. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. it was a pay per view event. It was $15. How, how many people log in? they like that to watch that? Do you know? I don't know. I didn't hear numbers, but they seemed happy at the a couple of videos after it, like yeah, Fair um, enough. <laughs> very, very popular. And. Yeah, it was Brent from PFI Speed. He won the event, so... must actually watch that. It sounds good. Yeah, he'll, he'll probably release it. He usually releases it about a month afterwards. I so free. the pay-per-view
1: get... Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, but Cletus McFarlane is one of my favourite YouTube channels, and it's great to see him doing things, I guess, and he'll soon be able to have spectators at it. Yeah,
1: Aye, which will again will drive what he's able to do and put it back into it. Yeah, so... Oh, that's uh,
0: cool. Fair play to Cletus, holding an event at the minute.
1: It's always of Florida...
0: Yeah. Have you any YouTube? I have none. None. Okay, so I'll crack on then. Um, I've just a few more here. I just want to mention a quick channel. It started up in the last three months, and it's two bald guys in their 40s. So I have a a liking towards them. Ten (laughs)
1: ten years time, that'll be me and you. Uh,
0: They're based in Warrington. Warrington, sorry. Uh, They're called Ben Lee. So they're two middle-aged bald guys. And... They're big in their performance hot hats and stuff. Uh, They're putting out a video every couple of days now. I think one That's of them, impressive. I think one of them has a video production company, and he's sitting scratching himself at the moment. Ah, I yeah. so he's able to run through it. So there's a Focus RS, there's a Skyline GTR, there's an RS3, they bought a B7 RS4 for the channel, and it basically went through fault-finding it, putting modifications on it. And then they actually bought one of the Coleman brothers, S14 or uh, S15 Sylvia a blue white arch one, the rocket the south, bunny. yeah. remember the baby blue rocket bunny do, one came yeah. they bought it oh. and it has a 600 brick um one day or some, it, oh, something oh, like that in it oh, um, so they paid 21 grand for it and they're gonna fix it up because it's getting a bit rough and stuff like that uh-huh. but uh they're actually quite funny on camera they're quite natural at it they freely admit they haven't a clue how to work in cars. So they're basically on the blag and they admit they're on the blag. That's good, though. And they just go around uh, some of the stuff they're paying for, full price, other stuff they get invited. And uh, no, that's quite a good, funny channel. A and lot of
1: that thing, though, makes it more relatable to people. You yeah. know, they're not. Yeah, it's not. They're not in over their head or they're able to explain what they're doing.
0: Like there was one time they went to take the, the Sylvia to Crest Motorsport in Manchester and I couldn't get it started and they're sitting there starting it and the oil pressure light's flashing because uh-huh. it doesn't flash until you start the car Yeah. so they were sitting and going oh it needs oil that's why it's not starting <laughs> so they went and paid 50 quid for oil came back and then they realised it was a battery terminal had slipped off oh, lovely! Yeah. for the fuel pump sorry yeah. I lead for the fuel pump because they've massive fuel pumps in the batteries uh, yeah. but it's things they got there it's quite funny and they freely admit they're, they're idiots when come to cars but they have good taste in the cars they know what they like and yeah. they like what they know that's cool so they do but uh, yeah, check them out. It's called Evil GT. You might like it. You might not. It's, it's lighthearted fun with mainly German cars, but uh-huh. a bit of, bit of both. Or a bit of, that's
1: more my style of YouTube stuff, like the less polished type thing. you, yeah. know, that you, oh, it's, you can enjoy it a laugh good good Oh cause, yeah, because
0: yeah. your man has a video production company.
1: But it's obviously not scripted or anything no, like that. No. Yeah,
0: there's, there's good banter between them and all the rest. That's them. good. But, um, next one then would be Medi Car Mods, the Australian guys. Great channel at the minute. They have, I think, I've just finished it. They're on E30 BMW build, and it was basically the ls 3 LS3 swapped an E30. Of course, why so would you not? I think it was in conjunction with Call of Duty Black Ops or something, some right? release of the PlayStation 5. They're a big channel now, so they're. Ah, isn't? yeah, but they, started, done well. they started off with next to nothing. Build the channel. My brother actually recommended this channel about two years ago. And
1: yeah, a whole lot of our friends all listen or watch it as well.
0: I think one of the most popular ones in. Uh, this year was probably the Mark 7 Golf R project sponsored by Revo.
1: Yes, I've seen that.
0: One of the guys bought a, a Mark 7 and Revo just went, let's go stage three, mm-hmm. 500 break. Um, and they broke it down into different sections and raced it against one of the other guys, Evo, on the track and compared, contrast. Um, yeah, good channel. Check it out. Uh, they've all lots oh, of other videos. They're also working on a Lotus at the moment. Uh, supercharged Lotus. I they do it's a lot easy. of real obscure things too. Like. Right. yeah. Um, plenty of content on there too. So the last thing I want to just quickly talk about is the absolute epic program that has graced BBC Northern Ireland lately. <laughs> oh, no. Um, <laughs> thanks to Chris Lappin who said we must talk about this. And it's Tricked Out Tractors. So, if you're not from Northern Ireland, there's two main channels that talk about agriculture or discuss or put out video content about agriculture in Northern Ireland, and one of them's Grassman, which is absolutely massive, and the other one's farm TV. So, the BBC got their brains together and went, let's not bring in guys that do this... um,
1: Professionally. Professionally. Let's
0: make our own program up. Of course. So, the BBC went, ah, we can do that there. So, there's three people on it, and there's three episodes, and there's three people. There's Tyler... Taylor Carton I think you call her she's from Claudie. I think she's the equivalent of Kirsty from Grassman the bit of eye candy right um then there's Stephen Lemon I think he's from Lock Brickland and he I think he's a he does full retro com- or classic tractor conversion stuff okay and then Darren Bailey from Port Leash so the three of them basically they bring in uh, a tractor and go to work on it basically uh huh um I watched all three episodes after Chris says, "Check us out." The one I watched first of all was the one. I forget the number, the the model of the tractor. It was an international. It was this young lad, and he wanted his international rebuilt. And they started to strip it down, and they wanted to do personal touch to it, you know. And so they put racing stripes on, it, a light bar, a subwoofer in the back of it, and all. And you're just sitting there.
1: It just sounds tacky.
0: Yeah. Is um, this like
2: pimp my ride for tractors?
0: Pimp. Pimp my ride. Is that is that back what's back. happening right now. Pimp my ride, Felt back. Oh, God. Um, That's probably one of the worst episodes. The next episode was a Fordson. I actually quite enjoyed it. Uh huh. And then the last one was a pulling tractor episode. Uh, you know, the big power pullers. Oh, yes, yes, I, so I like the sleds that pull in the dirt. Mm. So uh, if you fancy a laugh, check it out. If tractors is your thing, I know there's a few people that like tractors and all the rest of it. Um,. Just BBC, the way... Doing what BBC do? BBC it doing what
2: BBC do. super cringe already,
1: and it I does. haven't seen it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, there you That's, go. That's my roundup. Throws um, back to the
1: time Rocco and Ram McElmiel and all those guys done that, petrol heads. That's
0: exactly what it's like. And was that Carlin's shirt?
1: Yeah, it was oh indeed. Oh my
0: god, that was the worst and program.
1: Like those guys, as I'd say, as Rocco was on. They running. had
0: spectacular hair back then. I think they, there was a lot of wham. They had frosted tips going on, wasn't there?
1: <laughs> there was quite a few, yeah. I think and you had frosted spec- tips back then too. I did indeed, yes. <laughs> um, but we're not going to that. Back and yeah. I think I was struggling to keep my hair. That's what I'm doing at the moment. Um, I'm fighting a losing battle. But no, that, that heads was BBC too. And like those, as a group of guys, I didn't know the other guys from Lauren, but that group of guys from Banger were Car Mad. Like Hello. Rocco ran Banger Cruise, you know, they're all, and Wee who P. Matthews talked about in episode 22, was it? He he was doing the bodywork. He was a body worker. And it's still, if you didn't know those guys, it still made them out to be idiots, you know, like yep. just local car idiots kind of thing. And it's just, the BBC just have this way of doing things that just cracks me up. As you say, why not go to the grassman guys and go, right, you just have an insight in this. This is what you yeah,
0: do. Maybe they did go to the grassmen. And told the grassman just went, we're making loads of money, clear off. <laughs> <laughs> You'll damage our brand. Probably
1: idiots. I, yeah. Because you wouldn't have control over
0: it. Like if it we were, no we were approached about dubshed and I was just like, Nah, you're going to make me look like a dick. Yeah, you will. Or a bigger dick than I am, I think. <laughs> <laughs> they can't outdo you, Nigel. It was actually the same, I think it was the same production company that done tracked-out trackers. Was That's the one that that that.
1: Sounds like yeah. a, a, a good dodge. Say,
2: yeah, definitely dodged a bullet there. Well done. Well
0: done. So, on to our main topic of the podcast, and it's basically Christmas present suggestions for motorheads.
1: Yeah, it's. it might seem a wee bit early, but... This actually episode will go out on the 25th of November, which gives everyone exactly a month to buy their presents. And
0: especially with the horror show that is lockdown and pending.
1: Yes, it's time to get on with things. Yeah. Um, I'm a firm believer in buying all your presents between the 23rd and 25th of December, but... It mightn't happen this year. It mightn't happen exactly, so we'll have to get on with it.
0: So what we've done is we have divided into five sections, or five pricing ranges, sorry. So... We'll have the first one, which is in around £10. So that would be stock and filler stroke Secret Santa type Yeah, right. price yep. range. And then £30, which would be your mate, maybe, you know, something like that there. 50 really good mate. Yep, close mate. <laughs> £100, that would be in the spouse yes. sort of range. And then we'll have the unlimited section, which that sounds I think will be the funnest one. <laughs> so £10. What are we getting, Lee?
2: Uh, The first one I came up with, and I actually bought one to try it out. Amazon primed it the other day. Uh, It's a phone holder, cup holder device. So it's like a little can shaped thing that sits into your cup holder and has a gooseneck with like a ball and socket joint on the top that holds your phone. So you can kind of swivel it around and point it towards you and stuff. It's actually quite handy. It would be better, the cup holders in the Superb are down in the middle by the armrest where the handbrake would be, which means it's not entirely convenient for kind of glancing at as you're driving. It would be better for like a cup holders in the dash,
0: I think. You need quick access to your Diet Red Bull as soon as possible. You you don't have two (laughs) seconds spare to reach to be
2: reaching. No, no. Yes. (laughs) Efficient Red
0: Bull distribution is what that's for.
2: (laughs) For me, who's always in basically my office is the car. And I have two phones and things on the go and I have one on the hands-free and the sat-nav going and, you know, it's, it's quite a handy little device. You can get the likes of vent-mounted ones and stuff, but I was never too fussed in them because...
0: Is it a drinks holder or a phone holder? It's a phone, phone holder, holder. That goes into the drinks White holder. Hold, it
2: goes into the cup holder. All oh, right, yeah. sorry, sorry. Yeah, because I'm not, I'm not really a fan of the vent-mounted ones because, A, I'm clumsy and I would... Fucking snap the vents, trying to take it out of it.
0: <laughs> I I had one, but I think the phones are getting too heavy for them now. That's wrong. Yeah. yeah, they all fall down. Like I have a eleven Pro Max now, and the one before that I had the uh, I forget what it was. Neat, and it held a no baller. Next, this one's just no. Nah.
1: It's all like cobalt, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and precious metals.
2: So that was my first suggestion.
1: My first one then is very simply a DVD, which is released recently, and again. As Much as I hate it, it's on Amazon and it's Le Mans 66 or Ford versus Ferrari, depending on what part of the world you're in.
0: Have you watched the film? Have it you?
1: is. I've seen it in the cinema, it is amazing and it's such a good film. If you see it, buy it, really get on to it. It's, 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 own, so it's
0: on Prime at the moment, actually, I Is it to buy? Yeah,
1: well, there you go, Lee. Lee hasn't seen it yet. It's we seen it in the cinema when Lee was away. It's so good. What about yourself?
0: I have. I actually bought these last year as a present and they're very good. Uh, Have you ever heard of a company called Heel Thread?
1: I have indeed. Because I have them on my list. All right, okay.
0: (laughs) Yeah, they're very cool socks and they're basically motorsport themed ones. You can have GTI ones with Interlagos pattern, you can have Martini Racing RSR ones. Um, M Sport coloured ones, Quattro, Audi Sport ones.
1: Yeah, the pattern is like the pattern of the seats in those cars. Yeah, they're quite cool.
0: They're very nice, and I think at the moment there's a Black Friday sale on, so they're down twenty percent. Yes, they're down to eight pounds at the moment. Usually ten, but now they're eight. They're quite cool. So uh, that's cool. That would be a really good wee secret Santa stroke stocking filler for somebody.
2: We should note, by the way, that we haven't compared notes on these beforehand. So you might find as we go along, we might have doubled up on things. Exactly. I've, uh, Connor and I didn't tell each other what they were. And I was driving up going, I can't wait to hear what all yours are. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Christmas. Um, My second one, I don't think you can do Christmas car enthusiast related presents without mentioning the mighty Lego. Of course. So in this £10 bracket... Uh, we talked about them, I think, last episode. Somebody, or we mentioned uh, LEGO Speed Champions range. Oh,
0: that's yep. so good. I was looking at them Tesco's last night.
2: <laughs> um, so my pick of the range at the minute is the McLaren Senna. It's like a grey and orange. That's right. Um. It comes with the minifigure, a little wind tunnel. A lot of those Speed Champions ones come with some kind of accessory, like a grid.
1: Yes, or Traffic
2: like lights the, or something, you know. they're
1: Like the bridge over the starting line, yeah.
2: yeah. Um interchangeable wheels um, now it is £13 so it's slightly over the £10 category but here's the first of Lee's top shopping tips for this oh, episode go, <laughs> they're currently in the two for £15 deal at Argos so,
1: so that you counts. could get
2: two for two different people or one for a friend and one for yourself.
1: That's £7.50 each <laughs>
2: yep. guess
0: where I'm shopping tonight
1: there you go <laughs>
2: Other speed champions range ones to mention because they are good value, uh, even though they're not quite in this price bracket that we talked about before. The S1 Quattro, Um, a little Porsche 911 at 13 pounds as well. Ferrari F40 for 13 pounds. There's a Ferrari F8 which is slightly bigger for 18 pounds, and there's a new one. I don't know. Well, I don't know if it's new or I just haven't seen it before, but it looked like a new one to me which is a Nissan GTR Nismo edition oh. I, I was for Tesco.
0: 18. It was in Tesco's last night. I was I'm there. definitely going to be getting one of those. I had the F40, the Quattro and the Nismo GTR in the last night. Lee, will be all over that. So, top tips.
1: <laughs> um, cool. My second one was the heel tread ones for that category, for the £10 category. So, have you got anything else for it, Nigel?
0: My second one for that category would be hop on the Volkswagen accessories merchandise site and... Quite a smart little, I'm a big tea drinker and I love a good mug. And I have a nice uh, GTI mug for £12. And it has the GTI badge and Interlagos pattern. Nice. Sounds good. Nice sensible one for the GTI heads. Not that I'm biased in any shape or form. Nope, (laughs) definitely not. (laughs) Right, let's crack on to the £30 category then. Keep her going. Am I
2: going first? Okay. Um, Because I'm a nerd, my £30 category is all about books um so the first one is if you wanted a nice coffee table book Mm -hmm. i actually have two coffee table books so i'm cheating slightly this is two in one um one is called waiting by a guy called richard kelly it's a book of like a photography book he was a rookie photographer in in inverted commas what they call the golden age of formula one so between 1972 and 1984 And it's all behind the scenes, photos in the pits of the drivers, the cars, some kind of sad story, you know, folks that crashed and stuff. But uh, I actually heard about it on another automotive podcast and I looked it up. You can get it on either Amazon or for those of you who aren't so fussed on buying from the big corporate entities, um, there's a site I use for books called Wordery, which is normally around the same price, sometimes actually even cheaper than Amazon. So check that out. Right,
1: that sounds good
2: for all your book needs. The other coffee table type photograph book is uh, "Reclaimed Rust," which is yes, James Hetfield of Metallica fame, which I own. Um, it's pictures of his car collection and, and some of the stories behind them. It's lot hot rod type, that style of cars, like, like custom you
1: a, type. You would have a substantial. Oh, collection. it's amazing! Yeah, it's so good. Actually and it's a, a lovely photos, book. You know, it's lovely really well. To it.
2: Yeah. So,
1: books. Excellent.
0: I think there's some therapeutic about a book, good quality with just luxurious photo. It's something good I really enjoy, yeah. yeah. I've started subscribing to Road Rot magazine because that's sort of
1: that kind of vibe about yeah, it, yeah. yeah.
0: Just good photography done well.
1: Um, For me, then, I took this as up to £30 and I'm well under it with this, and I, I struggled to get it into the £10 category and I couldn't. So it's laser, the model number is 6381. And it's a 3 eighth palm ratchet. Have you ever seen these? No. So it literally looks like, you've seen these, Lee. Yeah. It's about the diameter of a 10 of Coke or a 10 of Monster to put it in your terms. I, I can reference that. <laughs> With uh, a 3 eighth end coming out of it, and it ratchets, so working around a dash or anything like that, you can't get a proper full-size ratchet into it, but you can just get in to get your hand turned on it. it. Gets You have plenty of torque still to turn it, but it just makes life so much easier if you're working around anything tighter or footery or interiors especially. Just um, a
0: hassle saver basically.
1: That's it, yeah. And you can get them like any any tool supplier will get you, especially if they do laser, and they're only in around like twelve to fourteen pounds no matter where you buy them, so they're pretty cheap.
0: Um again my next one is going on to the VW website and I have a very, very nice interlagos fabric wallet. Oh, yes. £28. Check it out. That's... I was surprised. I looked through the, the Volkswagen merchandise one
1: just to see what was there. Some tasty stuff. I was surprised at the price of the things too. It was really, really cheap. Yeah. I, I tried to kind of avoid I it.
0: To, I went on the BMW one. It wasn't as cheap. It's a bit poncy. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's Andy Totten all over, isn't it? Yeah, they're reasonably priced. It's I, pretty good. That's cool. Round two.
2: Uh, round two is another book from me. Uh, rather than photographs and, and a coffee table book, this is more of if you actually want something to read this time. Um, I've actually just purchased this book myself on my Kindle, uh, so I haven't finished it yet, but from what I've read so far, I really like it. It's called Why We Drive, and I've neglected to write down the author's name, but it's definitely Matthew somebody.
1: That should be too hard to find then.
2: <laughs> um, the tagline is, on freedom, risk, and taking back control. So I'll read you just a bit from the blurb. Um... Once we were drivers, the open road alive with autonomy and adventure, today we were as likely to be in the backseat of an Uber as behind the wheel ourselves. As we hurtle towards the shiny, happy, self-driving future, are we destined to become passengers in our own lives also? Uh, So a lot of it talks about the elevation of safety um, above everything else, taking the risk out of everyday life and that actually driving is one of the few things we do that we still do where there is that element of risk. So it's it's a good read, thought-provoking, and I'm enjoying it so far. You
1: awesome. have the author there, Nigel? Matthew,
0: Matthew Crawford. Matthew Crawford.
1: Crawford. There we go. I don't have a second for that category of you, Nigel.
0: Um, yeah, just a quick one. Uh, hobby Crawford. <clears throat> I can always talk. Uh, hobby Crawford. I can't even say. Why good can at I this? not speak? <laughs> <laughs> it's an Airfix model, basically, <laughs> <laughs> by Hobbycraft. Craft. Okay. Uh, Mark 1 GTI. Very good. It's exactly £30. So, uh, right on the nose, yeah, that'd be quite good to get that as a Christmas bringing present. Bringing me back to the childhood of building those, yeah. I used to do a few myself now, so I did. So, let's move on to category three, which is the 50 pounds range, Lee.
2: So, in the 50 pound bracket, I went for a semi decent mid range socket set. I think mm. it's hard a to work, so I put down potentially Draper Expert, Halford's Advanced. A kind of get you started, will do most things, get you out of a hole at the side of the road, compact enough to take with you in the car every day or for a road trip, if you're trying to pack light, you'll get something in that price range that'll so have good. most things that
0: you might need. Most car guys will love, that. will love a new socket set. I definitely... Car people, sorry, not guys. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Lee counts as car guy, okay. <laughs> um, For me in that category then, kind of goes on to what you with the books but i'm a big fan of print media so i was looking in the likes of performance volkswagen do subscriptions and i think at the minute they do go up and down for a year subscriptions around about 58 pounds um the other for our non-volkswagen type listeners you have evo magazine and to get within the 50 (laughs) um you have the same (laughs) item. i'm reading out of your book um to get under the 50 they're in round the same sort of money the print version is 53 pounds or if you're modern on like myself the digital version is 50 pounds on the nose for a year subscription but I, I love print media i love flicking through a magazine i think it's that old school thing of like when you bought a dvd or a cd and you don't get that anymore i just never have much interest in like flicking through a magazine on an ipad yeah i, I like to have it in my hand so that's kind of why i went that, there, that way it's also the, kind of the gift that keeps on giving because you're getting something every month from it,
0: and then you can flick back to it again.
1: Exactly, across yeah. Across
0: it like as by the pile of magazines in the <sighs> corner here. it's cool. <laughs> so. uh, my selection is just copy and paste of what Connor just said there. Same thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Evo Mag, PVW. Um, there's a few retro classics. I think's pretty good too. But you're in for a year subscription. Generally, you're in around the fifty pound mark ish, yeah. fifty to or sixty take. pounds yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. Um, so it's good call.
1: And in a time when a lot of that's dying, it's good to support it too. Yeah,
0: because there's a lot of magazines that have been gone. Went to the wall. Gone, you know? Yeah. So.
1: Have you got any more for that one, Lee?
2: My other one in this bracket, I thought a car wash slash valeting voucher. Oh, that's a good one. So when you were talking about earlier on when you went and got the Bora done. So there's yes. lots of local businesses and stuff that you could support that way. Yeah. Um, 50 quid. If you're going for the likes of our friend Robin at Studio Ten or some of those detailing guys, obviously fifty pound isn't gonna get you the whole job done, but it would be something towards it.
3: Yeah.
2: Um I think KLC, the real Refurb really guys, they do vouchers as well. They do indeed, yeah. yeah. So I thought, especially as we were talking earlier about people don't some people don't necessarily understand about good car washing and good, you know, methods and so on. If you can get somebody a good, safe wash
1: yeah and they can be explained to them by someone who does it yeah. I
2: think that would be good and Robin I think I saw on his Instagram is giving away free air fresheners and key rings with his gift vouchers as well so it's just a little something you could wrap up rather than uh, it's just not, a
0: voucher which not, is Just not an envelope it's a That's of, nice yeah And
2: I'm sure a lot of those guys in that detailing group have something similar thing. as well,
0: well Neither of you got another 50 No? Have not got another 50? I haven't no Have you? Alright uh, Well uh, we'll have nice hoodies at Reload the S1 Night Drive ones Check them out at reload.global They're just Maybe. released Be quick and um, what sort of money are they? Uh, £40 for the hoodie.
1: Ah, so it fits perfectly in the category then? Yeah. Excellent.
0: So, moving on then to the £100 category. Getting bigger. Yep. So, Lee, let's hear it.
2: Uh, so, my first pick in the 100 category is, there's things in and around, slightly over, slightly yeah. under kind of thing. Um, have either of you ever heard of something called Fordite?
1: Nope.
2: Fordite. Sounds rusty. Is
0: um, Sounds like a religious Ford enthusiast. <laughs> Mark. <laughs> <laughs> Fordite ab- is walks about with a Ford Motorsport jacket <laughs> on all the time.
2: That's A Fordite. <laughs> it's from it originated in the old factories in Detroit in their paint rooms.
1: I know what this is, yeah. It's
2: where they had the paint rooms constantly painting, painting, painting cars, layers of paint built up on the, fan the surrounds and, and things. Extractor fans, yeah. So they ended up with these things that they used to chip off, these big lumps of layers and layers and layers of paint so people have started salving it in this stuff and making it into jewelry class so they like polish it up and you can see all the layers and it's all different colors so every piece is totally unique because it's just whatever happened to be in the paint Mm -hmm. um so it started off in detroit so it's kind of informally called fordite there's also (laughs) chevrolet um also known as detroit agate and Uh you can get more um, local stuff. They do the same from the old Dagenham Ford factory in the UK as That's well. Cool.
0: I was just sitting thinking they could have shortened that one. Just called the Chevy one shite. shite. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but there's some beautiful pieces of necklaces, earrings. Obviously, that I'm a girl. Cool. Um, but for boys, there's like cufflinks and tie clips and things. But if somebody who's a painter or... Who's into that kind of thing? That's pretty cool. They're yeah, it beautiful ties it all pieces. Um,
0: just on that, just sorry to, um, just along those lines. There's a company called Built by Basil. Okay. You ever heard of him? No. no. On Instagram, check it out. Built by Basel. Um, he does old skateboards. It's like compressed wood with different colors. Okay. Compress, compress, compress into big thick piles, and then he uh, lathes them or what? You know, I like type wood turning. Wood turns them into um, various things, but the main thing he does is gear knobs
1: oh that's, that's pretty cool. cool yeah
0: check them out they <laughs> i think they're close to 100 just uh, sorry this isn't my category but <laughs> or my turn but just when you're talking about that it's some yeah. of those lines you know.
2: so yeah as i say if anybody who's a painter into that kind of thing or just wants a piece of automotive history because obviously this stuff's going to run out someday yeah. that's it those factories aren't there anymore so there's there's various websites and stuff where you can get it one that i picked out was it's called jurassic where he has stuff from the Dagnum factory, but he also makes various pieces of jewellery out of like dinosaur fossils and stuff, hence oh, cool. Jurassic jewellery.
0: So Class. just has something a bit different, yeah. Yeah, cool.
1: Um, my pick for this in the hundred pound category is uh, it's a no rev, I think I assume that's how, how it's pronounced anyway. Um, 118th scale model. So, this is actually something Lee bought me last year. You got me the VR6 one, yeah. And I was looking at them. These models are like a sort of the higher end of what's affordable in model range. Really good quality die cast. The opening, like the boot opens, the doors open. Um, I think the wheels move, like it doesn't like rotate like a steering wheel. But in that category, you can get the Escort Cosworth or a GT3 RS for £80. And they're really nice. Sort of, like they're solid, heavy gifted. If you give someone, you go, like, yeah, that's not plasticky and shit. No, it's proper. Yeah, they're really, really nice. Um, The plan for mine is actually to modify it to look like. My car, but they're even to look at it, they're so so nice. Just nicely detailed quality yeah. item. I I do like a like die cast models and things like that. It's uh you well you have some here on the table beside us. Yeah. In smaller scale. Most of them were my brother
0: when he on run the model and stuff. Uh uh-huh. They were through him or whatever.
1: No, they're cool. But uh what about yourself?
0: Yeah, again, models. It was actually on the BMW site and they have a series of miniatures and they're motorsport miniatures. They're 118 scale, I think they are. They're priced around £72. Oh, very good. Some really tasty stuff that look very good quality, fine detail. My highlights were um, the three-liter CSL and the E30 M3 Rivaglia.
1: Oh, nice, yeah.
0: Um, they just look super awesome. So they oh, there's
1: a lot 72. of us here for nice models
0: like that. Yeah. Robin likes a nice model, doesn't he? He does.
1: Yeah. Um, I don't
0: know I'm not into that sort of thing (laughs) So round two Uh,
2: My next one that I thought of For this category is a Jump pack You know the kind of compact Slightly bigger than your mobile phone Type of portable jump pack for your car Those are great Yeah Pulled us out of a few holes last did, year. Indeed. We came back from America to the airport and the car was flat.
1: Yeah, Is
0: that like and jack that range, yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: something about the size of an iPhone, but maybe oh, three or four times thicker. Yeah, like I think Colin Adams and
0: Newton hard sell them. Yeah. yeah,
2: mine's called a Workshop Plus. Did you have a jumping jack or something? There's various jumping jack phone chargers. Ones. Um, you can also use them as a power bank for your phone and yep. so on you, most of them come with a torch or something built into them as charge well charge your phone
1: for about 8 weeks of them Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah I, we, th-
2: I just think I find them amazing, I just can't get over the fact that they jump a car yeah,
0: it's yeah, crazy we, we can, you think of the big brits that you used yeah, to have to carry about all the big plastic you used to have things. to wheel
2: them out of a workshop the, the old ones <laughs>
1: um, we came back from a wedding in Italy Paddy's wedding mm-hmm. and we had taken my VR6 down to the airport and the battery died and you just pulled it out of the, the glove box straight onto it Fine. and it was like 2 in the morning so you'd been standing freezing. Obviously I was in shorts and t-shirt and this was great. Save you a lot of time or again if you were stuck on the side of the road you'll always get you going. As yeah. you can tell Lee and I are under very practical gifts. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we'll talk more about that in a minute maybe. <laughs> yeah.
0: um, that's me out for that category. My second choice in that category would be driving experience vouchers. Oh yeah. So Around here, you basically have several options. You have driving school Ireland, Kirkeston. Um You have all track. I think they're Dungallen Portadown. they Port Portadown, Down, right? Yeah, Craigavon. Uh, down in Monaghan, you have Rally School Ireland, and then I think there's there's a drifting school thing somewhere. Pro drift, Pro drift. We actually did it. Yeah. So, I don't think the hundred pound will buy the experience, but it'll be a fair put something dig towards, towards it. it. Yeah. Uh, Rally School Ireland, you can start at a hundred and. One hundred and fifty for basic packages, but they do junior rally cars, proper rally cars. They have a Porsche driving experience, a uh, M Sport driving experience. They have a sort of track and a rally track. They do, yeah. And I done when they used to be imported down. There was something I done there. It was rallying. That was
1: when they were super drive, is it?
0: Super drive, yeah. That's what it was. Yeah, it was fantastic. Really, no, they're really good.
1: good. Those days are fantastic. They're great fun. Um,
0: so a voucher towards something like that. Um, I think a, a lot of people would enjoy that as a motor. Motorsports sort of thing
2: yeah definitely
1: yeah that's I got you the pro drift Drift experience down in it
2: was was great
1: Mm. I got it for Lee and then coming up to it he tagged
2: along
0: as well
1: (laughs) I was like I can't stand watch this I'm going to have to do it it was so good like it it really gave me a real bug for it
0: I get out in a Mark 2 escort
1: that's what more could you ask for oh
0: fantastic (laughs) So let's move on to the final round and it's the unlimited category. So this is basically Millionaire Club or whatever you want to call it. Not millionaire, but £1,000 plus really. Whatever you want to do.
2: Uh, The first one I think is topical for us at the minute because we're building the garage. My first one is a ramp.
1: And your first one (laughs) wipes mine out. Is that yours
2: as well?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it was. Yeah, Yeah. Sensible choice.
2: Yeah, that's what I'd like. I'd like a clear floor, some kind of good quality ramp.
1: Yep something you can work around easily yeah um for me in that category i kind of didn't go mad i had the ramp as the the bigger gift and then i had one in around like just under a thousand pound that was kind of if you really wanted to go mad say that actually like, and i spent on each other what we used to do you could do it and it, it's a combination of a milwaukee half inch um impact gun with two 5 amp power batteries and the impact driver from the same range with one battery. So you'd end up with three batteries, the chargers, etc. The whole lot would come to £625. You actually get that from like a screw or anywhere local.
0: I actually have a half-inch one. Yeah, or
1: I, it's something we both need to buy at the minute. And sort of been borrowing Stefans and the likes of that. And it just makes life so much easier. And when you start to use things like that, it makes you it kind of makes you lazy. But it also makes you realize how slow you are at things. It speeds you up something shocking.
0: What amazes me about them, um, I think the range is called Top Fuel or it is, yeah. Fuel Range or whatever it is. Um, I got mine a year and a half ago. I just, I had an Nile Draper one the battery was dead on it. And I put it off and put it off and I just went, I use this regularly. I need to invest in something good here. Yeah. And I went to MMS and Lisburn and bought one. But it's the power, first of all, which is just, it always blows my mind, the power and the torque they have. That's it, yeah. But it's the length of the life of the battery the batteries. Like yeah. I, I can leave mine sitting for three weeks come back compact it and the battery life hasn't diminished one tiny bit. It's the Cobalt. Oh, yeah,
1: <laughs> But yeah it is It's the technology in the batteries has come such a long way yeah. and even the size of the bodies on them they're so much smaller you can get it in. That's why I actually included the impact driver because it means you can get in around so many things that you couldn't before with the big ignorant guns.
0: It must be a serious change in the industry of garage tools because most tower places you go to now You'd be lucky to see an airline, because they're all run about well. Yeah,
1: the airlines are maybe for an air jack or something, but it's mostly uh, the battery type impact yeah. guns.
0: garages, like a lot of garages now. Airlines are a thing of the past. Yeah,
1: those Milwaukee Inch guns, have you seen those? Mm-hmm. My God, they're like, just break your arm. They're class. Handle.
2: When you're in the Milwaukee uh, camp, the have you seen their heated jackets and stuff? Yes. I really want one of those too. I just, I can't justify the price of them, but I just I think, you know, for out in the bike or something... And you just push a wee button and then you're lovely and toasty. Going to
1: sound like my dad. If you worked a bit harder, you wouldn't be cold. Not
2: on the bike. What are you going to do?
1: <laughs> Pedal harder. Motorbike. <laughs> <A>
0: motorbike. <laughs> just man up. <laughs> what about you, Nigel? Right. Uh, I have two for this and I went onto the Porsche website. Oh, you go buy a Porsche? <laughs> yeah, I go buy a oh Porsche. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you went all out in this? Just went full dream on it. And it actually it was, we were in London about two years ago and... I like a good sound system, good speakers and all the rest of it, and I have a few Bluetooth speakers, and we'll have to be on, I think it was the second or third floor in Harrods. You know, uh-huh. you go over to London, but you have to go to Harrods oh, and yeah. see, see what you can't afford. That's just about to say. <laughs> so um, I've seen it there, first of all, and it's basically a stainless steel GT3 back box by Bose. Right. They've built the speaker into it. Right. Um, so it's built by Bose, but it's a genuine backbox. GT3 box. back box. And the sound plays out it. Stainless steel, much. I wouldn't even hazard a guess. £2,400. <sighs> oh yeah, <laughs> I'd rather buy ramp. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, I just listen to great music in the background. <laughs> uh, both. <laughs> yeah, both. Oh, yeah, so fun. that's my first one. That's ridiculous.
2: Uh, my second one then, I thought of some kind of big trip like a big dream trip so the two that i put down that i would quite like to do is obviously one to wolfsburg yeah do the whole tour and all the great idea the bits and pieces that of that and the other one is the monte carlo grand prix
1: oh yeah that's like in, in the money category
2: kind of weekend exp- well i did look it up one time just out of interest to see you can get like packages that includes your Transfers from the airport and your hotel hospitality packages, and they range from, you know, you can start at six, seven hundred pounds, and you can go mad up to the full Experience. VIP out on the yacht, meet all the drivers, that all these kinds of things for like thousands and thousands yeah. of pounds. But I think that'd be cool to do. That's
0: great. great call that yeah.
1: Uh, well, mines. I've only the one now because Lee's still my ramp. Sorry, I'll, I'll go for a second ramp. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Two ramps. One for me and one for her. <laughs> My last one in this section again, Porsche, and I just happened to stumble across this when I went onto the Porsche website. It was a beautiful office chair, and so they've pulled a genuine Recaro seat out of a 911 Carrera, mm-hmm. and basically put wheels on it. Very good. Uh, it's a mix between leather and Alcantara. Yours for the modest figure of forty nine hundred pounds. I'm not
2: sure, why would you not? Right. I'll That's have a, to a bargain.
0: Just imagine what decisions and so you comfort one, you could have in that. You, know? you need one want to put your feet up on as well. Yeah. Put so. the second one in. Yeah. So, as I say, that was the, the dream category or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. So that rounds up what we've talked about for Christmas presents. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope it gave you food for thought. Hopefully um, it helps a few people out as well. We enjoyed going through various websites and I think we'll actually be buying a few things. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Lee's the Christmas present queen. Likes is so good at this kind of thing. Yeah. We, when we first started going out, we used to go mad on each other at Christmas. And but most of I'm going present. I'm present. <laughs> that too. Love's young dream. <laughs> and um, yeah, like I think was the first Christmas present. Can you remember what I got to you?
2: Yes, a battery for the car. It was indeed. For the Nova. Because I'm a
1: romantic. <sighs> because right. Connor,
2: we have this kind of tradition nearly where I get like one car related thing and one girly thing. So I got a dress that year. Yeah. Along with the battery. And then I think the next year,
1: you had coilovers, coil-overs so. for the Vento. And shoes.
2: And Iron Fist shoes. That was my girly present. And then the next year, it was some I can't remember what the car related thing was.
1: One year you got the Vento.
2: One year I got the, yeah, I was going to say that Vento. in a minute. That's
1: sweet. Is that um, the one you smuggled over the border? That is indeed. That was a dodgy <laughs> manoeuvre.
2: I think the Vento was, I got the Vento and some Urban Decay makeup. Mm-hmm. It was, of course. <laughs> The Vento one was brilliant and then the next day we had to drive it up because we weren't living where the workshop was at the time and we had to drive it up to the workshop on Boxing Day and I was, so Connor was driving the Vento I was in the Nova behind and it was icy and we, it was like a hill up to the house where the workshop is and the Vento starts sliding back down towards me and I was like this is both of my cars are just gonna get wiped out in one go.
1: You would almost think there was four ball tires on it in the snow almost, and, almost cut think, and cut springs and cut springs. Actually, broken springs. Broken <laughs> springs. <laughs> that thing was so rough. It was. We drove it home from Betty's town outside Dublin, and <sighs> that's so track. Like we we went down and it was snowing, and I was like, "What night did I pick to bring this thing back up the road?" It was myself, Patty and my dad. And dad, dad's uh, great plan was, "I'll drive behind you. It'll be fine." For the next 100 miles. And this guy had been driving this for like no tax, no MOT, nothing pretty much for two years. And it needed petrol, so I stopped in the local petrol station in the town coming back from it. And of course, wasn't there 30 seconds, the guards pulled in. And I went, oh no, I'm screwed here. And they just pulled in, looked at the car and I went, this thing looks rough, and getting pulled. <laughs> nope, not a problem. I drove her on up the road and got across the border and then took all the back roads home. Got it back. Lee like, had a no notion this was happening. Like no. I- that's I could have been killed. I got <laughs> Look a phone
0: call from. <laughs> have you any bail money Oh yeah,
1: <laughs> Happy Christmas. You have to bail your car, out Yeah, that was a that that thing was bad. Like it literally, had four bald tires. It needed a bit of welding. We dropped it to a guy to get it done properly, and he actually had said Did, did you break the springs? I'm like, what do you mean you need to break the springs? He goes, all four springs were broken in the same place. I was like, all right, fair enough. I thought a guy okay, just cut them. It was fun. <laughs> Happy Christmas. <laughs>
0: Yes, happy Christmas, folks. Hope it gives you food for thought. And, Indeed. Uh, also, yeah. remember
1: as well, there's loads of local people like yourselves, Nigel Reload. There's loads of other brands out there who do great stuff and check them out. Like Short Shift, Night Shift. Night Shift Industries, Short Shift, uh, Anakem, KLC, Blackline, 50, 50 Cal, Rogers. 50 Cal. Like there's um, even, we talked Studio about it right earlier, Studio 10. Yep. Uh, really, see, so if you're in the car scene here, you will know most of them. You, you'll see them, but. Definitely check those people out and yep. help them Especially out. Especially
2: with everything going on at the minute. Local it's, businesses can use all the help they can get. Jeff exactly. Bezos
1: has enough money. He does indeed. I'll take some of it.
2: Um, the only other thing I was going to say as well, and hopefully without sounding too preachy, obviously with everything going on at the minute, not everybody's going to have a lot of money this Christmas. Don't forget there's also a lot of things that you can do that don't cost anything at all if if you've had a rough year. or, And it's just go around to your friend's garage Help him out with his winter project and have a couple of beers. That's as good a present as yes, go and see people as anything. Obviously, lockdown restrictions permitting, but it doesn't have to be all about the go material fu- goods. Go it can be. hazmat said, sure. <laughs> It'll Be all good. <laughs> but that's and how often have we said the car scene's not all about the cars and the stuff? It's about the people. Yeah, yeah exactly. And just spend time with your mates over Christmas and Definitely. a few jars. It would be as Pollen good a present as it. any.
0: <laughs> exactly. Well said.
2: Uh, So I'd just like to take a second to talk about our sponsor, Reload Global. Reload Global are an enthusiast-owned company providing you with not only premium automotive apparel, but accessories such as garage banners, posters, stickers and air fresheners. They're Northern Ireland based and are an official stockist for 8380 Labs in the UK and Europe, with new releases dropped just in time for Christmas. They help us make all this happen, so check them out at reload.global.
1: Okay, just to finish up then, we'll move on to the usual messages and questions from the listeners. And Nigel you put out saying about Best or worst automotive presents That you got over the years Or questions as normal First one comes in from Fogle underscore O'Reilly 26 and he says Most hated job when building a car And worst thing about car Christmas presents Is he's never had any And that, that makes me sad
0: oh, That I feel is bad sad. For him.
1: That's makes me sad You need new family
0: And friends <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: Most hated job when building a car Stripping seam sealer. That's a horrible job.
0: Yeah. I think doing a to-do list and then discovering how much it's going to cost.
1: Yeah, that's the freaky part, yeah.
0: Because we had a, when we were doing the crowd, we put, you know, you, you fit her about and do this and do that and then I got to stay right, we need to put a, a board up with jobs to do. Yeah. Which so, is the only way to do yeah, it. Yeah, it's a structured way to do it. No, it's that sort of, that's not a difficult job, it's just a bit of annoying and It's dumb. horrible. Yeah. I
1: just hate stripping seam sealer. I also hate welting through it when you haven't stripped it properly. I've never done
0: stri-
1: uh, seater. Don't. Rear, rear axles suck when you're taking them out. I put one in on my own one day on the floor. <laughs> with it, with it. I was actually... I had it balancing on the trolley jack and then I was balancing the back end of it myself and I was jacking the trolley jack up with my foot. I was like, do you sound really good at this? And then I was sore for about three
0: days after. <laughs> the price was paid. Yep.
2: Anything to do with rust or rust repair yeah. or yeah. anything. And when you come
0: across... When you get Something. a little
2: patch and then you kind of hook around it and then it gets bigger and then you find <laughs> more and the, yeah, that's the worst.
1: Old bolts.
2: Oh, yeah.
1: Yep. Also fun. You that's where you, you
2: need your, a, your good Milwaukee. You ring a bolt. Ogga dugga.
0: <sighs> it's just horrible. Just strip threads. Book. Yeah.
1: Why do we work on uh, cars again? Oh,
0: fuck. Don't <laughs> man, ask me. Of old bolts are always good fun.
1: I avoid those. Oh, I, most times when they I take, take an engine, nightmares. most of the times I take an engine out. I try like the VR sixes. I try and just leave the manifold on it and lift the downpipe out over the steering rack because I hate trying to do them, especially in the car.
0: Bush removal and reapplication of bushes.
1: That's why for back axles, you new know, Mark Twos and Mark Threes need a special. Uh, there's a special tool for refitting them. Poly bushes. See so if you go polybush bush in the back axle, just push in by hand. You don't need the tool for doing it. No bother. And. Seeing a back axle like that, don't feel the harshness of them. They're grand, so I, I always go with them. That's good. what's going to happen on the Bora.
0: Good question. Thanks very much,
1: uh, Jim. Underscore yearly. He says, drag racing or circuit slash track day racing. Which do you prefer? Track. Yeah, track. I don't know. I a lot of the drag days we did were good fun.
2: They're good crack, but at the same time, it gets a little
0: bit seamy.
1: True. Um, I
0: got the, the hunger for it again there with the Mark Three.
1: It's like anything though when you're doing it you know when you're when spectating versus competing anything when you're competing is usually fun.
0: Do a wrong track racing fantastic. Could take you down a rabbit hole and spend money but then Aye. circuit racing can too. do. rings the same. Mm. No nah, my heart's in circuit racing or you know track days anyway.
1: Kerr Pat Cars he says in regards to the the presence tool set that I use every day on my rally Audi S1 toolbox which sounds Ooh, pretty cool. Fancy. Yeah. Sounds expensive as well. <laughs> Um, A statement from Ronan underscore H21, he says, why is building an R32 Turbo not simple and straightforward?
0: That's, I uh, That just expands itself. <laughs> I got a message from
1: Ronan during the week, which wasn't a happy message to the fact that there's barons going back into the engine again. Oh, for goodness yep. sake and it's just he didn't elaborate he says I'll tell you when I see you kind of thing but I was just like my god I, I I, actually feel for him because that has not been a simple project for something that should have been
2: well we all know nothing's ever as simple as you think no. it's going to be when you set
1: out usually involving me anyway <laughs> <laughs> um, if it was simple everybody would do it yeah uh, well that's true yeah it'll be worth it in the end definitely and again from Ronan in regards I assume this is the worst one his aunt got me a leather chamois in quotes, since your car is always clean. Nothing like rubbing the leather, leather chamois all over the car.
2: <laughs> Good for cleaning glass. I like a leather chamois for drying off glass. You're old school. I am, I'm afraid.
1: FF Metalworks, Dennis, he says CNC equipment, and if somebody was banned me CNC equipment for Christmas, I would be delighted. <laughs> um, and also... look
0: at it and go, shiny buttons, what, what I, do they do? What do they do with this?
1: I used to make it work. And uh, also, Lego Beatles Last bus. Which come back to some of your gifts, lately. Legos, Yep. Yeah, um, we have the Beetle, and you've bought the bus, I think.
2: Yeah, the Beetle's built. The bus is still in the box.
1: And I think Ricky Mean got a bus last year, and he yeah. had it built it in a couple of days. the The bus you can do. There's actually like modifications online. Have you seen them? So you can turn them into like a Doka, like the flatbed.
2: I want. Yeah, I'd like to do the pickup, and I want to lower it. You can lower it, and I want to well. put the lighting kit in it. Cause.
1: Yeah, I bought a lighting kit for the, the Beetle that I have as well, the Lego one, which is pretty cool. cool. I, so, yeah, again, rabbit hole, seriously. <laughs> you want to burn money. In fact, you know what? Sometimes I think the things we do, you'd be better just taking your wages at the start of the month and just setting fire to it. <laughs> It'd be just handier,
0: <laughs> just get rid of it. I just think the Speedmasters by Lego recently is fantastic. Yeah, the yeah. value for money on them They're is great. They're not mental money. They're simply built and they look great. Yeah, yeah. they really do. I think what, sometimes when you go to certain money of them, they, they, they don't look like they're meant to look sometimes yeah like an 11 one it's meh it's a bit dodge
1: I know there's better ones out there for sure uh, David underscore Jack underscore Hill he says best one would have been a Revel model made of my big bros mini that he gave to his brother it's pretty cool Oh, that's quite a good gift to give to someone S14 OCP Simon he says I got my Mark 3 mot as a present one year only motoring present he's ever got wonder what's that cost Santa's some operator. There's a few backhanders there. Good old Santa sorting out. I must get Santa to sort me out ho, myself. Ho,
3: holes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh dear, Honey Maxwell, but laugh at that one. <laughs> you leave the good Mark 3s alone. And he says, why is there always an old shoe lying on the side of the motorway?
2: Yes. Simon, asking the questions that need to be asked because I see we them everywhere. No
0: we need no one on this.
2: We need to know where do these single shoes come from? And it's not just like an old smelly trainer. There's all sorts of shoes. There's like welly boots. I've seen stilettos lying up at the central reservation of that's, the motorway. That,
0: that's hookers, kinky. I Dead mean. hookers. <laughs> the lorry calves <laughs> Well, <laughs> I, you'll find their bodies in the embankment at the bottom. There's <laughs> S- always ever. one shoe, just
1: randomly. Well, my theory on it is really that it's amputees coming back from the hospital, and <laughs> and they're God. like, don't need go, this "I don't anymore. need this anymore." Out the window. <laughs> it's only explanation Is there any reasonable explanation like isn't it do
2: you remember the night we were driving along the Sugar Island Road oh the <laughs> shoes, the shoes. And there's this uh, this wasn't the single shoe that you normally see this was a pair of shoes we drove past it for a few days it's like near Connor's dad's house. So we drove past it a few times and one one of the, <laughs> the last time we drove past them Connor was like I think those are my shoes
1: I'm the hell Connor I'm talking like this is only about two years ago
2: And it turns out they were Connor's shoes.
1: I'm convinced I have early onset Alzheimer's and that's not a joke. And (laughs) Like I've found the TV remote in the fridge before and yes, those were my shoes lying on the side of the road that I've been looking at for weeks. That's special. You left them on the roof of the car. And drove off. And they obviously fell off there as I was heading home.
0: (laughs) Now, on that theory then, these shoes on the side of the road, right, why do you pull on the side of the road in the motorway? For a piss. Or an emergency crap.
1: So you reckon they're wiping their arse with the shoes?
0: Or they've be crapped painful. on their shoes. Uh,
1: so they're uh, shit shoes. Shit shoes, <laughs> get rid of them. <laughs> that's,
2: that's I say if that like a welly boot or something, but not a stiletto.
1: Get a good scoop with a welly boot. <laughs> <laughs> stiletto with a sore. Not much purchase of them. Yeah. I think we should move on. <laughs> um, and Chris, he says Ever seen a car you sold been sold on as a filter? My last BMW is now a big Reiki yoke. I think that's a an E sixty five series he had, which mm-hmm. he seen was uh felted out with the pro- more than likely twin exhausts, big sunstrip, and decked sir suspension in her. Five series
0: always they, they they always head towards the town. That yeah, that E
1: sixty model's destroyed now.
0: Yeah,
1: Um no, the only car. I think the only car I've ever really sold was my Mark II, which I sold uh, to a friend. You just
0: can't talk. You've never sold anything. Exactly. Cars I have yet. no experience in this.
1: <laughs> and sold it to a friend Richie, who ended up doing like a semi-restoration on it, and it got painted. So it went pretty well. Do you
0: remember my silver R thirty two Mark IV? I do indeed. The first one I ever drove. I bought it. It had a ridiculous banner uh, sunscreen. Oh, lovely. that No, this is when I got it. It had the <laughs> banner. It had midnight tents all around. Nice. It had. What else? Stupid wee stickers here and there. So I immediately ripped all that crap off, went to OEM plus, lowered it in coil-overs, um spacers, just OEM plus it. I kept it for about a year and sold it. And then I think I seen it about two years ago and it had rep wheels of some description. I forget oh, what they were on it. Tinted windows, stickers everywhere. And I just went, oh, well. Why did I bother? Yeah. Did it have the CBRL? Didn't have the CBRL. No. No. Oh, she'll get there. Wasn't she'll real there. felt
1: yet. That's <laughs> petrol, you see. Oh. They we're
0: trying to work out how to do a diesel
1: conversion on it. Bob 91 Robert in Germany, this is Lee's uh, BMW expert. Fake Volcano Wheels. <laughs> and he says the best Christmas present given. Twenty kilograms of vintage vintage used porn mags. You're welcome, Stefan.
0: I laugh when I see this. Do, do you know the backstory of this? We're going ahead, yeah. Sorted.
1: So Stefan received a gift from Germany from Bab and it was twenty kilos of porn that Bab had bought off the E thirty zone.
2: That's what I was gonna say. It is vaguely automotive themed, although it doesn't seem much at first glance.
1: Because it was uh, it was bought off E thirty zone and my favourite part of it is it's dead man's porn. Some guy died, and his friend sold his porn collection on the e30 forums. <laughs> and Bob automatically he thought, "Ah, oh, Stefan needs that." And from what I remember, Stefan opened it when his mother was there,
0: and just add and that
1: closed it back down again. There's a very religious side to Stefan's family. There is, yeah. So that would so be twice as funny. <laughs> yes. So twi- I, do you know what? I wonder what Stefan did with that porn. Do you want to answer that, Stefan? You should write in. <laughs>
0: Answers on a postcard, please. A and going, please stop talking about this. <laughs> I, I can
1: hear the slopping. <laughs> um, yes, I, that made me laugh quite a bit. Jerry Lav eighty nine. He says, "What car and color combos we've received because of performance divisions? Do you guys really enjoy? My personal favorites would be Merlin purple on an RS six, Arden blue on a VXR Insignia, and Ultimate green on a Focus RS." Honorable mentions going to Moonstone Grey on Octavia VRSs and Nagaro Blue on RS fours, and he's pretty much used up all the
0: options. I <laughs> yeah. copy and paste that. That's exactly, exactly what
2: I You've answered your own question there, Jerry. Um, <laughs> Mallard Green Ford Escort Cosworth.
1: Yes. Beautiful. Yeah. They're very nice. Um, another option for me again sticking with the Volkswagen would be, uh, Aubergine on the Mark Twos, the G sixty Limiteds, so wouldn't it? So good. Yeah, it's a nice...
0: Nardo Grey Audi. Do you know the background of Nardo Grey? I don't. I don't. I didn't get a definitive answer in this, but apparently Nardo Grey comes from the Audi Sport colour.
1: Oh, the grey in it. The oh, right. middle yeah.
0: between the red and the black, the grey. Well, that would make sense, yeah. Now, some people say that's true and some people don't. But well, why you can't the deny thing? Nardo anyway, Grey story. is pretty awesome.
1: It is. It's a nice colour. It's. Do you know what it's like? Do so you remember about 10 or 15 years ago, everybody was doing... Uh, what was the grey from the TTs? Oh, it was like a primary type grey and the Mark 1 TTs came in and everybody was doing it. No? I know the by. one you're thinking you know of, I mean? but I, I, can't I can't remember the name of it. And uh, it kind of got played out, the whole Nardo grey thing for me now recently. And it's such a nice colour, but it's everywhere. You know, it's the sort of thing you look back in 10 years and go, yeah, that car was out in 2019 because it's Nardo grey. I,
0: so, I sort of skimmed over, just when I seen that quest and I sort of went... Why are some colours some colours, you know? Mm -hmm. um, Some of those got a lot to do with, the like, German cars. Some of their motorsport colours are to do with, or not German cars, some colours are to do with their German, or their, why do I keep saying German? Their country's flag colours. Yeah, well, that
1: was actually a thing about um, Championship White. Yeah. For the Hondas was actually the the colours from the flag Flag. dropped in, and obviously it made white, but it made, like, an off-white colour. That's where they got that from. Championship White's actually nice. I know people go, oh, it's like... Champions- Championship <laughs> Magnolia. I'm the first one to call it Championship Magnolia because it's not white, but I do like it. It's quite cool. And another one is... Um, oh, God. The yellow on the B5. S4s, and R 4s Mola. a Mola yellow. Mola. Oh, my God. Such a colour. Big fan of that. Yep.
2: What's the R32 blue?
1: Deep blue pearl. Deep, Deep blue pearl. Yeah. That's nice. nice. Um... And then finishing up, we have Jeremy Knapp, Jeremy Knapp on Instagram. He says, if you were to modify one car strictly to piss off the purists, what would it be?
2: Well, I have this idea that I've been toying with for quite some time. When I bought the Corrado, uh, originally, as I've said before, I bought it as a donor for the Vento because I wanted to just strip the engine out of it. And my plan back then was just mostly just to annoy people or just because I thought it would be funny. Um, was to put a one point six straight diesel.
1: On. <laughs> so not even a TDI, just a straight no, diesel, straight
0: up diesel. Do you want to hear something? The TDI conversion of Corrado was actually quite popular.
1: It is, yeah. For some reason, when I was in Holland that time for MIVW, we bumped into a guy, and he had a PD conversion, and it was putting like two hundred and forty horsepower. No, no, re- I
2: want the like the forty horsepower one point six, <laughs> like just it would be the slowest Corrado in the world. That be I awesome. Was that a
1: record? The slowest carado in the world. <laughs> you can probably
0: push it faster.
1: What would you, Nigel? What would you go for?
0: Well, purists. What I think of when I think of purists, I think of R S owners or I think of uh E thirty M three owners. Yep. So <sighs> series one RS Turbo or an E thirty M three.
1: Oh yes. What would you do? A slam Town. Oh yeah. Cambertown.
0: Slam <laughs> Slam Town and some absolutely delicious Dish BBS type. Very nice. But like
1: your guy, Jason GTI, does a lot of his stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's pissing a lot of people off of that. It's quite cool. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, chin
0: flitters. He's a, he a tea company, hasn't he? He's a tea <laughs> trader, yes. Uh, yeah. I'm
1: getting into coffee. Yeah. Um, mine on the higher end of things would be probably an F50 Ferrari. And Gas Monkey done the F40.
2: The Gas Monkey oh, F40 so is good. the epitome. Of pissing off the purists,
1: it is. But it's amazing. The only thing that they've done wrong on it for me was the headlights. You no, know, that LED style headlight, yeah. it didn't suit it. But no, I liked it. it. It's such a cool and car. And you
2: know what? They all should have been like that. That's how they should
1: have been yeah. out of the
0: factory. So mean looking, nothing. Yeah, it's just killer.
1: I would do something similar with an F fifty. I I have this thing about F fifties over F forties, simply because I like. I'm kind of a nineties kid as opposed to the eighties. Um,
0: no, well, the F forty was made in into- the. Early
1: 90s? Uh, yeah, but sort of like when it started. I think it was. Uh, yeah. um, but no, they, I think the F50 is a nice looking car and some sort of, like could go step up asses on it. Ugh. Um, <laughs> Some walk dishes. Yeah, that's it. Um, no, even if you like upsized the original wheels into splits or something like that and bags and made it quite tasty looking. That would annoy quite a lot of people. Yeah. Airbags seem to annoy a lot of people.
2: Yeah, they really do, people the, get their knickers in a bunch about them, big yeah. style like, like
0: four, how many Fords do you see in air? not a lot, no, never the, the newest, the newest new wave stuff for there's a lot of air but yeah, there's a, there's a couple of RS's gem- and like Carl Taylor done that series too, RS Turbo that's right talk about pissing off Purus. Yeah.
2: if you want to talk about pissing off Puris Peyton's Porsche, and that thing was so cool Yeah. and everybody got so mad
1: about it so Peyton done the 964 silver yeah. 964 on hydraulics and it done the rounds. I think it was our friend Patrick McCullough mm-hmm. when he had Autolifers done a feature on it. And it kind of went round the world. Damn low. Yeah, the damn low played on okay. it. I, the comments on that like it was ridiculous. Ooh,
2: well, ruined, it, ruined, ruined, ruined.
1: Pro- I think it got a heated debate going on piston heads. It did, yeah. Piston heads and a couple of the American Porsche forms as well. Probably from people who don't own a Porsche or couldn't own a Porsche, too, is more like the thing. I just the, like that's to that's the thing, people thing about airbags thing. as well,
2: is people. Slower about it. Who've never had it, never tried
1: it, never driven anything with it in, and they'll never be convinced. No. Plus, they also seem to forget that you can raise the car back up to the original height. Yeah. You know, it's not.
2: Yeah, everything will be fine. Nobody died, as TJ would say. (laughs) It's only only a burger.
1: (laughs) 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 Oh dear. So that's us for this episode, then, folks.
0: Yes. Thanks again for all your questions and your input into the episode and continued support throughout the year. Yeah, absolutely. We're coming up to that time of year again and I uh, hope this was a good guide towards some presence towards it. Yeah, and insight into some of the lunacy that we do. Yeah, <laughs> all
2: good. Uh, as always, please make sure to like and subscribe to the podcast and um, if you can give us a rating on whatever platform you use to listen that would help us out as well That'll and we enjoy your, reading them as well.
1: be your Christmas present to us.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Um, you can follow us collectively at Reload Podcast Uh, my Instagram is at Maxwell House 46
0: I'm at V Dubboy
1: and I'm at Connor McCann thanks again everybody, see you soon see you folks, Bye. 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 bye